You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. They're longtime friends. Let me tell you something real quick about Dibs that I'm sure not everybody knows. <laughs> and first-time partners. Hang in there, big guy. There'll be brighter days ahead. Now these two homegrown Bay Area boys finally come together to take over sports talk. Get the hell off of my doorstep. Major League Baseball, you steam. It's Willard and Dibs. <laughs> On 95.7 The Game. Yeah, um, happy holidays and Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And uh, this is it. And uh, Larry Kruger is here and we're going to have a blast. Let's uh, let's hear from you. Well, I don't even care what the hell anybody has to say today. You can call us about anything. 888-957-9570. I don't want this to sound the way that I know it's going to come off, though, the first time I say it. Don't tell anyone what to do tonight. Don't like like be authentic. And I don't I don't have all negative thoughts about Jordan Poole at all. And I would I would not boo. I would not even stay silent. I will absolutely give him applause. But I don't want any Warrior fan to feel like they've got to lose their voice or something tonight because Jordan Poole's coming back to town. And uh and it's a classic phrase that we use a lot, but I think it's very appropriate here. Larry, it's complicated. And and just, you know, how you feel is how you feel. Yeah. And I would never tell somebody, do what you want. You're paying big money for these tickets. You're, you know, you, you, as a fan, you got a right. If he, if he rubbed you wrong, then boo him. If you love him, then cheer him. But don't just cheer him because you feel like you have to because he was part of a title team. I mean, it, it's not going to be disrespect to the title. It's not disrespect to the work that he did. There could be any number of reasons that you like a player or dislike a player. Express yourself freely. That'd I don't be, think that'd no, be my... nobody's gonna boo. There sure oh, pe- there will be people in the so? arena that boo. You think? Yeah, but there's just people that are look at everything as good and evil and right and wrong and very cut and dry. You're on my team, I love you. You're on the other team, I hate you. Yeah, but you know, the- I love Draymond and he went at, him and Draymond didn't get along. But like I'm gonna you know, there's just people But there's a video tribute there. Like there's a video tribute. You, you don't boo during, during gonna, a video tribute, yeah. do you? No, I mean... Like, I think I, there'll be these I weird... I wouldn't boo, I think but... there'll be these weird groans. When he first hits a three tonight, it's going to be a different sound. <laughs> Whatever. Like, there's going to be, like, little... It'll sound like Bruce Bochy, apparently, but... You know what I mean? Like Get a, I, get a beer. <laughs> You're a gigantic... Get a beer. I think, I, like, it's going to be different, um, but... Um, I don't think anybody's going to boo during a video tribute. That takes a special kind of weirdo yeah. to uh, to do that. But I'm I'm not for hey, we all must, you know, in lockstep do think alike, do you know, we're in this we're in a part of the world where you're allowed to do what you want. Do what you want. Yeah. Absolutely. Don't, you know, just like express I, yourself how you want. If well, you don't like I, the guy, then let him know. If I, you love the guy, then let him know. If you I, appreciate him, let him know. If you don't appreciate him, let him know. Who cares? I know I know the Warriors want it to um to sound a certain way, and I get that. 
They want it. They want everybody to cheer. Well, they 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 want. They are going to look at it the way that fans are being asked to look at it. But we don't have to look at it that way. Which is, if you contribute in a major way to a championship for an organization, then yeah, your money's no good here ever again, right? If Jordan Poole wants a sideline seat. Uh, for the rest of his life, as a warrior, he can have it. And if Deion Sanders wants to be on the sideline at a Niner game, yep, I, I bet he's got the juice to do it. And and that's the way an organization looks at it, and that's fine. Like, he worked for you. Um, we're fans, and there is a multi-tiered story to Jordan Poole. And I don't ignore any of it. Steiny's right. He worked very hard. I'm impressed. He, he got himself to a certain level. He changed himself as a player. I'm impressed. Then he helped them win a championship. I'm impressed. He did get worse with each series in 2022. I think people forget that. Um, as the stage grew, he shrunk. Whatever. He was 22, uh, 21. So not going to rip him for that, but it was interesting. And then the next year, the whole organization went sideways. And seemingly turned against him. And that's the one thing I would ask the Warriors. Right? I don't want, like, okay, Warriors, if you're so hell-bent on everybody backing Jordan Poole tonight, wouldn't it be a fair question to be like, did you? I mean, deep did, down. Did, did you back Jordan Poole every step of the way? You don't, you, you, you know, you don't play, your, you don't pay yourself as a player. I mean, he, he the team paid him. I mean, they, they, they paid him. If anybody should be booed, it's the person who made the decision to give him that contract uh, that devalued him because he, I mean, at this point, it's a contract that's going to be hard for the Wizards to move. Although they never actually paid it. They, they, they signed it. They signed it. They never paid it. Right. They didn't they, pay Jordan that much. But they committed to it. Yeah. 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 They committed to it. And they committed way too much money to it. I said it at the time. I'm sure others did as well. It was a ridiculous amount of money. $35 million or whatever it was on average for a combo guard who doesn't play half the game. Uh, doesn't play half the court. So they overpaid him and then they had to offload him. Um, and they they did so at a loss, I think. Because Chris Paul's 38 and we'll see see if they can what they can turn Chris Paul into on the back end. But... Um, yeah, he didn't pay himself, so you you can't get mad at him about the contract. Um, you can't really get mad at him too much about the way he worked because supposedly he was the first guy in, last guy out. Yeah, absolutely. And ultimately, I think as a fan, on some level, I, I personally would cheer the guy just because um, the effort. You know what I mean? Like, it's like when you when you are the first guy in the gym and the last guy out, and you know that that shows to me a, a level of dedication and work where I would I would cheer the guy, but um, I didn't get too wrapped up in the soap opera of it either. So when the video tribute happens, and then when it ends, the camera shows Jordan over on the bench. That's usually how it works. You want to know what I'm going to sound like tonight? Here, here, let me back up. Ah! That's it. I'm not doing more. That's what I feel. Like, okay, right. cool. Jordan pulls back. Like, right on. Good stuff, Jordan. That was, you know what I mean? Like, good work. Amazing championship run. There's other stuff too. Right. I'm not going to stand up. I'm not spilling my nachos. So that so that and you're not going to knee the person in I'm, front of you in the in the ear. I mean, oh, sorry, sorry about yeah, that, sir. Like I just I'm not. 
I, I, I'm not going to run down the stairs with a flag. I, that's, that's not how I feel about Jordan Poole. I, I also don't forget how much he drove all of us nuts last year. And I mean that purely as a basketball player. Soap opera be damned. You all, everybody listening to us, you tore hair out the side of your head watching him play ball last year. Happened to all of us. I got the text messages to prove it. Every friend of mine who's watching games, we text each other during games, and everybody, SMH pool, good Lord. Stay stay on your feet. Stop talking to the refs. Stop dribbling off your foot. Why don't you pass it to Steph? He drove us nuts last year. He pouted, and he he had this ongoing deal with the refs. To me, my biggest complaint was the way he played when the money was on the table in the playoffs, where he just kept, hey, I'm going to do my Steph Curry, you know, imitation. You're not Steph Curry. But you know what? I, I, you know, I, I think that Steve needs to take some responsibility for that as well. You know, somebody should have got. By the way, he ha- he somebody should have gotten in his face and yeah. told him, "Hey, man, that ain't your game. Here's your game, and be real with these guys, um, and just be like, hey, you know, you think you're Steph, you're not Steph. You think you can play the game the way he plays the game. He doesn't. You don't. You have different skill sets. Play to your skill set. Don't be enamored with his skill set and try to be a, a you know bad replication of of Steph Curry. And that's what it was at the end. He was a guy who. Didn't want to drive, didn't want to take the take the physical abuse, didn't want to live at the line, then would pout when he didn't get calls, he would stop playing, he was hoisting heat check threes. It just it he was broken on the offensive end and he never gave you much on the defensive end. Right. Well, and by the way, I do think and I guarantee you as people are listening to you talk, they're going there's some thoughts going through their head with regard to like are there reasons for that? Um, whether it's anger that the organization wasn't starting him, anger that the organization didn't have his back, or just anger at Draymond Green, or what I think is a more intricate point, which is that Jordan Poole, uh, this is normal for an NBA player. If you are a young, and we know how he sees himself, if you're a young up-and-coming star, you want a team. You want a team. You want it to be yours. You want to be a centerpiece. Jordan Poole was offered a contract with a ton of guaranteed money that he had no choice but to sign, but it's probably not with the organization he wanted to be with. Not for any reason other than Steph and Clay are in his way. Like, he can't even start here. How do you make $130 million as an NBA player and you're not even a starter? So he probably wanted to be elsewhere, um, and I think he played that way. He played like he had something to prove even though the contract had already been signed. And I don't really blame him for it. I get it, but it doesn't fit. It's not a fit here. You can't do that here. Well, there's a word for it. It's called selfish. Well, but that's understandable when you selfishness. Put, when you put your own... No, I don't think so. Well, yeah, he's team, trying to have his career set up. He's only in his yeah, early 20s. But what are you committed to? Are you committed to helping your team be the best team it can be? Or are you committed to putting up stats that justify your pay? It's a lot of money on the line, bud. I mean, that's not... But you've already be, been paid. Yeah, but that's the, one the contract. The ink's dry. But that's one contract. Don't tell me you're playing for a contract. You got the contract. But he wants another one. But... He wants yeah, another but one. You, but he hasn't even, even taken effect yet. I know, but you know how this is. Look, Clay Thompson is sitting here right now going, you better pay me. And no one's ripping him. He's made a bajillion dollars. Why would he ever need another dollar? But 
He supposedly already turned down one offer from the Warriors because that's the way it works. I don't. I'm not going to get like I get what you're saying, and you'd love play to win. I want. I want. Yeah. I want the game starts at seven o'clock. I want guys who who or seven thirty maybe. Yeah, uh, probably so. Show up to win. I want guys who show up to win. I feel you. I feel you. But do you also see that like it's impossible for an athlete to remove? The idea I of his it. of his standing within the league at the same time. Well, no, I mean, no, no, You're I not don't. Going to sign up to be a bench player for the first seven years of his career. That's just like I, I, I don't think he should be asked to do that. But I mean, I, I like. I mean, to me, it's not asking too much to say I'd like every guy on the team to figure out what role they play to help the team win and play that role. And I get it a little bit when you're going for a contract. This is a guy who'd already signed a contract. I know. You've already gotten paid. Now now you've been fi- we took care of you and secured your future financially. Now you play the game by our rules and blend. It's a it's basketball. Well, and you it's not like it's not baseball where everybody's got their time at bat and do whatever the heck you want. It's not an individual game. It's a team game. And you have to play well around your teammates, and you have to pl- complement their skill set. I understand the desire to make the money, but he'd already made the money. Well, he'd already signed the deal. So I just wanted to see him play to his strengths, which were don't shoot heat check threes, put it on the deck, go to the hole, draw the fouls, make 94%, and that was his best equation to help them win, and he didn't. He didn't gravitate towards that. So you're not wrong, but we, we are right now, in my opinion, we're accessing why mouthpieces got thrown and people walked off the court in the middle of games and arms were thrown in the air. I, like, and, but were hard conversations and, had? Did Steve have these hard conversations? No idea. No idea. No idea. I, I, I'm sure there were some. I get the feeling when I watch Steve coach this team, and I love Steve, I get the feeling that he kind of tiptoes around these guys. Um, I feel like that's a Draymond thing, and, and, and maybe there is some of that, and he's already publicly stated he wishes that they had handled some things differently that surrounded Jordan. But sometimes... Um, the basketball side and the life side don't blend. And I thought that about Jordan before he got punched. I was like, if I'm Jordan, I probably don't want to be here. And I know that's hard for us to process. Like, yes, be a team player, do the right things, fit in the culture, just be Steph's underling. I don't blame a guy who's like, mm, that's not what I want to do. I, that's not what I want to do. And, and you know what I mean? Kevin Durant didn't want to stay. And it took us a while. Took some people twelve months before they were like, "Well, that's the way it works." He don't want to be here. Like when James Harden was a bench player in Oklahoma City, did you blame him when he worked his way out to Houston, or did he need to just fit in the system beneath Westbrook and Durant? I just, you know, like he wasn't right. You can see it now in Washington. He's not good enough to be an NBA one, but I don't blame him for thinking that about himself and and wanting to make moves that would create that avenue for himself. I, to me, it's about, and then we won't, we don't know the answer to this, but w- was his role well uh, designed and verbalized to him, or did they just sign him to the big monster contract and roll the balls out and say, "Go at it"? And if 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 there was no guidance and no leadership, it's hard to have perspective on yourself. And a lot of people have a hard time having perspective on themselves. So maybe he's just one of those guys that didn't have any real perspective on himself, and he just felt like the $35 million AAV was like licensed to hoist and to do basically anything to put up numbers. 
but it's about efficiency and it's about team play and and he started falling in love with things that he was just kind of okay at and he went away from the things that he was great at and then that ultimately devalued um, what he was as a player I don't to the dis- point where right. they trade him for a 38-year-old guy. I don't disagree with anything you're saying. I just understand why he may not have shared that thought. And it's hard for me to believe with as, as successful as the Warriors have been that these conversations didn't happen. Um, I'm sure they happened, and then they weren't followed, and that's why people started throwing things on the court. <laughs> I mean, makes but, sense. Yeah, let's go to the uh, the phones eight 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 nine five seven nine five seventy. Coming up next, Jason Lock and Four is on the show today. Uh, Ravens Niners on Monday. Uh, the Dodgers are now the Alabama Crimson Tide. We can talk about all of this stuff. It is a Football Friday brought to you by First Five California. To learn four things you can do to overcome toxic stress, go to firstfivecalifornia.com. Larry's in, everybody. It's Willard and Dibs. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Christmas music. Do you? I've been listening to it every, every everywhere I go for a, a month now. Buble and Connick and, and Nat and uh, Mathis. What's and, your favorite? Do you have a favorite? I used to love Hark the Herald Angels sing as a kid. Oh, like a like a favorite like Christmas, Carol Christmas or, or song. artist. Um I kind of like that one that let them know it's Christmas time. Oh, I yeah. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Band-Aid, Do They Know It's Christmas? Yeah, yeah. Do They yeah, Know that's, It's Christmas? Yeah, that, that's, that's a good one. I that's like a that. great one. The Christmas song by Nat King Cole is kind of the anthem, I think. But, um, you know, Buble and Connick and those those crooner dudes, they have like their, their own originals also. 
that I dig. I've been, I've been. Uh, Speaking I've been, of those guys, that Barry Manilow had a special the other night. I didn't realize Barry Manilow was still with us. Did you sit and watch a Barry Manilow special the other night? No, Larry? but I did flip around because and, and if I was I've like, ever heard retirement before. That's what it sounded like. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Larry, I was Kruger, shocked at uh, what uh, Barry Manilow looks uh, like now. Announcing <laughs> his retirement live on the show. <laughs> I was watching a Barry Manilow special the other night, and scene. I right. was. You watch Jeopardy six times a week too. <laughs> what, what are we doing over here? I, it was on. It was on. Uh, Might have been on Cron actually. Might have been on Cron. <laughs> I was sitting there in my studio, all of a sudden I'm dialing around. I'm wait a second. Is that Barry Manilow in a red <laughs> sequin jacket? I mean, I seriously, yes, I yes, seriously, it is. I saw Barry Manilow like. The Pops concerts or whatever at the Civic Center when I was like six, oh, six oof. or seven. Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, I, I, I'm shocked. I was like, did he look good or did he look not good? He looked incredible. Okay, guy looks incredible. I, I think he he might have had a surgery or two. Let's <laughs> just say I think everything he that he's done in the him. last. Six months probably was geared to did this his, event. Did his face move or like? What, you I know. couldn't believe it. I was anyway, like, unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, you think Dick Clark lasted? Oh god, Barry Manilow. Yeah, still kicking. Test of time. Um, Larry's in for Dems. What's going on? Happy holidays, everybody. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seventy. Jordan Poole is in town. Uh, obviously, we're hours away. From uh, from the game between the uh, the Dubs and the Wizards, you'll hear it all right here on ninety five seven. The game, uh, E Dog is going to be at Ballast Point. If you're going to the game tonight, make sure you stop by, say hi. I do have a special request. If you poke your head in the room and you see him there doing the Warrior uh, Warriors live, if you see him, just yell, E Dog, Puka, and then keep walking in the game. Has something to do with fantasy. We're off to a good start. <laughs> I thought you were struggling in fantasy. You you made I was. you you I, made it to the playoffs. I snuck in as the last seed. See, I was and then I and then I got I, the bye in the consolation yeah. round. Snuck in as the last seed and then I whacked JT and now I'm taking on E Dog in the semis and I had Puka last night for a big thirty I'm and a half burger. I, yeah. I thought your team kind of sucked, but they don't. Um, they don't. <laughs> I got good receivers. I got I got the most fun names in the NFL. I got Puka and Amon Ra. I thought that is a hell of a receiving. I think core. I beat you this year. I think I I beat, I beat you. you the first time. You beat me in the last week by a point, but it didn't matter. I didn't need it. Oh, look at you. Yeah, I was resting my guys. I already had the bye. Um, let's go to Roxy and Lafayette. Hey, Roxy, you're on with Willard and Larry Kruger. What's going on? Hi, thank you for taking my call. Yeah, um, thanks for I making it. Calling, I was just calling to say, um, you know, for me, from my perspective, I will um, cheer for Jordan Poole because, you know, he helped us to get a championship. And I like what Larry said, you know, don't obligate people to do what they want. But I would definitely would love to know for the people that are going to boo him, I would like to know why they're going to boo him. You know what? Yeah, Roxy, I don't think anyone is. You know what I mean? Like, oh, come I, on. There, there is guaranteed going to okay. be somebody. If there it, are people that will boo just because he's wearing a Wizards jersey. If you're going to the game tonight and you're planning to boo pool, 888-957-9570, we want to talk to you right now. <laughs> Get okay? in here. Yeah. Be accounted they're, for. They're not saying pool. They're saying boo. boo. Yeah, if you're going to, but, but Roxy, my bet is, and what I'm trying to say, I just think there's different levels of cheering. 
I, 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 I'm not going to do like, let's do prolonged standing ovation. I was there for Durant's video earlier this year. And it really, yeah, I wasn't any booing, but it's not like everybody was like, stop what you're doing. Put your popcorn down. Let's stand up and have a prolonged Kevin Durant respect hour. That didn't happen. It was just kind of like, hey, all right. And it's well, been I mean, like he, four he, years. He voluntarily left. Yeah, and it's been a while. Like, it's kind of like run its course. This has still got emotion around it. But, um, yeah. I, Roxy, we'll see. We'll see. I'm with you. You cheer, pool. I'm just not going to, like, I'm not jumping out of my chair. You won't fist pump or anything? You won't. <laughs> Thanks, Roxy. I'm not. Jordan! Yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I hope the camera finds finds Willard That'd be tonight. Awesome. And you're just going crazy. Yeah. Pool party! Yeah, I love you, man! You got a full-on pool mask oh, on. You, you got a wizard's jersey. <laughs> you got yeah. a, you, you, you drew on a mustache like him. People are going, hey, respect to pool. And that's exactly the word that I will use. I will be very respectful. But I'm not going to lose my mind. I'm not going to act like... Like, let me give a comp of... Uh, let's see. Somebody coming back... Um, oh, I got one. All right. The Blue Jays didn't play here last year. But if they had, and Brandon Belt came to the plate at Oracle Park. Very polarizing player for God only knows why. Right. But that's someone who I'd be like, okay, get get out of your chair. It's Brandon freaking Belt. Like, that's that's championships. That's many, many years in this uniform. That's all of that. And, he, and he's not like a superstar. But, but he didn't like get into a big high profile brawl with no, Brandon Crawford. Either. No, but he wore a captain's hat and people thought he was weird. He got all like dry sense of humor guy at the end. But he's a funny guy. Yeah, but that's my point. He's likable. That's somebody who I would be like, get out of my seat like Brandon Belt is back. Next year, what if Brandon Crawford comes back for a game? What are you going to do? Cheer him. This, Absolutely. He's, this, he's a Bay Area son. This is not that this is not those guys. This is someone who was here for three and a half years and won a championship and also got into all kinds of stuff and uh, drove people nuts at times, did a lot of good and and did a lot that was questionable. So that's how I that's how I'll act. I mean it just it 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 to me, I once again. I, I wouldn't judge anybody. Do what you got to do. Do what you got to do. If you feel if you feel the urge to to cheer him, cheer him. If you if you don't appreciate something about his tenure here, and you feel like you want to boo him, boo him. You're paying big big bucks for tickets. I'm not going to tell you how to think. I'm not going to tell you what to do. How you feel is how you feel. Mm-hmm. Exactly right, but he's it's a it's a complicated um, tenure. Let's just say that. I mean, I'm going back to the Warriors title team from the first time they won um, under Kerr, and I'm looking at the list of guys, and there's not one guy on this list that you would even think about not cheering because they're all just kind of either great guys or you know you get nothing but pretty much positive thoughts. But Poole's thing is a little bit more complicated than that. No doubt. So. No doubt. Um, 
How about uh, Doug in Berkeley? Hey, Doug, thanks for calling. What's up? Hey, guys. Good afternoon. Happy holidays. You too. Um, you as well. I got to start my remarks by saying I was one of those people that was screaming at the TV, you know, when Jordan Poole was hoisting up those shots and just, you know, kind of, you know, he's exasperating. Um, but that being said, I, I think, at least, I think the reason that we're so, you know, uh, polarized and, 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 you know, feel somewhat negative is that when he first came up, he was like he was last year. And then he went down in the G League and he worked on his game and he came back up and all the commercials and everything I was seeing was talking about how great Jordan Poole was now and how he progressed and how he worked on his game. And he delivered in the playoffs. And I think that we all felt like, okay, this guy has made the step. And he, he, he made the step, but then he didn't live up to it. He didn't continue to progress in a straight line last year. Um, now, remember, he came off the bench. He was leading the backup unit. Sometimes he was starting. He was, doing, was called upon to do a whole bunch of stuff. And he still averaged 20 points a game. So, so I think he didn't live up to the expectations that he created for us by going down, working on his game, and coming up and helping us win a championship. And that's why we're so frustrated, in part. Um, uh, that, I, I'd be interested in, in what you guys well, have to say about that. You know, Thanks, Doug. It's, it's funny listening to, uh, to him kind of lay that out. You know, there's, there's things that happen in a career. Well, how about a guy like Jordan Bell? Okay. What if all of a sudden they showed Jordan Bell? <laughs> Jordan Bell had a ton of talent. I figured I would just laugh. <laughs> hey. That's right. <laughs> With the uh, Hennessy. Jordan Bell. I mean. I think of him in the, drinking the Hennessy in the, in the parade. Uh, yeah, he's kind of a clown. Well, I kind of like the guy, but you know, di- didn't he order a bunch of food on Mike yes. Brown's? Uh, <laughs> I mean, he kinda, it's just weird. You know, I give him a standing ovation. Yeah, Jordan. <laughs> I mean, Jordan just makes that makes me laugh. Room service. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Everybody gets their own set of emotions. Jordan Bell would probably <laughs> make me laugh. You know, the year after Steph retires, that would probably make me cry. Others would make me just be like, I am so inspired. That I want to stand up and cheer and really make a moment out of this. Jordan is multi-tiered in if, terms of his what emotions. If, what, if the, what if tonight you see sitting courtside Jordan Pell, Jordan Bell and Swaggy P? <laughs> I would laugh even harder. <laughs> you got Swaggy, Swaggy, P. you got Swaggy and Jordan Bell, two guys that you know were on you know on a on a team. They're like shacked in a fool Hall of Famers. <laughs> like I would just laugh. I would laugh. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing really to boo, but I mean, no. unless you're Mike Brown, maybe Mike Brown would boo Jordan. Oh no! How many? Like, okay, let's talk about booing first. I second. don't boo a lot of yeah, people. Yeah, FP period. was in here yesterday. He's like, this town doesn't boo. It doesn't boo the home players. They booed Jeff Kent. Yeah, badly. Yeah, but he had just gone on the radio saying, "You people are so stupid." Well, I'll tell you what. He it, said that this does not get brought up a lot. I took it. As a little bit of a slight to the organization. Jordan Poole earlier this year, and I don't have the direct quote in front of me, but Jordan Poole earlier this year essentially said everything that um, everything I needed to achieve in Golden State I did. And I didn't like that. I don't like that quote. 
Um, it's just a very, it's, once again, it, sh- it reveals a mindset yep. of meism. Right. Right. And while I said it, team sport. I said to you earlier, I get it. I do. It's understandable. I wouldn't, if I were a 23 year old athlete with 15 years in the league a- a- ahead of me and I saw myself a certain way, I would want to clear that path as well. So it's not like I, I hate him for it or something, but the problem for all of these guys, whether your name is Kevin Durant or Jordan Poole, you're joining something that's already established. And there are challenges associated with that, with being a 20-something point-per-game scorer, but joining something that's established because you're trying to carve your own role into something that's already spinning pretty fast. And we fans are like, we love what's already spinning really fast. We've been here the whole time. We love this. Don't come in here and upset our apple cart. And so there's conflict there. I understand both sides. I know which side I'd vote for. It's why I'm not a huge fan of Jordan Poole. Like, I'm going to side with Steph, Clay, and Dre. Sorry. (laughs) Don't come in here and make all of this about your future contracts. And he did at times. So while I understand it, I don't have to love it. And, uh, and I don't like that, that he arrived in Washington and, and made some of those comments. I thought that was very revealing. Yeah, I mean, to me, I don't, I don't get exercised about it because I just don't. But everybody's got a different way of looking at it. Like, I, I, like Brett Butler was a great giant. <laughs> they won the National League pennant with Brett Butler leading off in center yeah, field. Yeah. We're going way back now. Um, he voluntarily left for the Dodgers, mm-hmm. and, and then, when he came back, and it was like what? You don't? Do you got remember? Really, got really gray. I don't no, know. yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, I was at the game in the bleachers at Candlestick in left field when that that gets a whoop. Yeah, absolutely. Because you were in the bleachers. I was there, Larry. Oh, okay. I was there. Okay. I thought, it, I thought there had to be a famous I'm a, person, I'm a grizzled I'm, veteran of this city. I thought you, you know, I ran into. Jordan, you know, Brett Butler. Stop whooping me. That guy, you know how on opening day they announce the whole rosters and everybody comes out on the lines. Right, right. Okay. Um, the pomp and circumstance of opening day. So Brett Butler is leading off. And when Brett Butler gets announced, he gets booed because you voluntarily left right. and, and joined the Dodgers. Now, that's kind of why I think KD. That's part, that's of, the, KD that's part of the deal. Does that mean that we hate Brett? No. It doesn't. But then, as he arrived just just to the third base side of home plate, as the leadoff hitter for the other team would do, he gave a big, long, sarcastic hug to Tommy Lasorda as he was getting booed. And that may seem like nothing. That may seem like, well, hey, you're booing him, so he's going to play to the crowd. But he really did. He, he gave, did. He gave a big hug yep. to Tommy Lasorda, yep. and it was almost like, "Hey, they're booing me." And he's like, I, it, "To me, what that said, if I could put a caption under it, I'm a Dodger now." And I said, "Well, then." There was an awful lot of hugging then, in the Lasorda dugout. Then, by the way. yes, you are, and I will treat you as such. Boo. By the way, you mentioned FP. <laughs> didn't didn't FP go from the Giants to the Dodgers too? Sure did, sure did. A little different. A little different. Look, when guys are just trying to 
trying to get a gig. Right, right. You go where you go. Right. Plus, there's a much. And nobody you- held it against him. And no. He's, and he's a NorCal son. Sergio Romo put on a Dodger uniform. Right. Nobody's mad. Yeah. I mean, come on. You get a gig where you can get a gig. Right, right. But when you're at the top of the free agent market, and you, you start coming out other. and rubbing up against Lasordo in the middle of a boo fest, like, get out of here, dude. Yeah. You don't need that. Yeah, because you, the fans feel maybe a little betrayed. Like, hey, man, you chose them over us. Mm-hmm. You didn't want to be here. You're not one of us. Uh, one of my favorite moments at Candlestick, similar to a guy who's already come up on this conversation, too. Um, I'll never forget when Dion. And remind me, if I'm getting this right, did he voluntarily leave as a free agent to join the Cowboys? Yeah. He played one year for the Niners for like a million bucks, and then he signed with Dallas for mega bucks. Right. And what happens during NFL free agency? What season is that? That's baseball season. And he was on the Giants when he did that. And he came to the plate the very next night. Again, I was there. Deion Sanders came to the plate as a Giant the day after signing with the Dallas Cowboys and got booed while still in a Giants uniform. Is that accurate? Is that accurate? Unless my mind is betraying me, which is possible. This is a lot of years ago. <laughs> I don't think that happened. No, no, no. Here's what I'll tell you. I don't know if it was overnight. I He was booed as a member of the Giants uh, at Candlestick Park. Because check and see was, if my years add I'll up. I'll have to check that out. Check because and see if my years add up. There's a lot of... Or or if he was on the Reds by then, maybe my mind is playing tricks on me. They traded Dion. Yes. And I felt like he went to the Cowboys first. And then they traded him, and I felt to myself, part of the reason they traded him is because the fans didn't like him anymore. Because <laughs> he left for the Cowboys. I know. I mean, that would be good enough reason right there. He was a... Dion was a giant... In 95. Okay. Yeah, that's right after the Super Bowl. So he was a giant. Yeah, so they win went. the Super Bowl. Then he'd go to NFL free agency. Yeah, he you're right. for the he, Niners to the Cowboys, and see. he was on the Giants. And then they <laughs> traded him like a month later. And, I, and you'll never convince me that that wasn't part of the reason why. He was traded by the Reds to the Giants in July of 95. So Dion came to the Giants. Okay. Um, wait a second. Traded by the Reds. Yeah, to the Giants okay. in July twenty first of ninety five. And that was the same year that he became a Cowboy, right? He became a Cowboy in. Um, yeah, probably later that summer, right? There you go. Like maybe, maybe. Uh, I don't know when. I mean, free agency could be any point over the summer. So maybe it was before. So, maybe it was after. So he be, he was traded to the. He was a Niner in the '94 Super Bowl. Right. They win the Super Bowl in January of '95. Uh, yep. He gets traded by the Reds to the Giants <laughs> in July of '95. Right. So he was a Giant, and then and then he went to the Cowboys, and then was a Giant until when? Though? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. December twentieth, they granted him his free agency in ninety five. Because they really liked So he him. played the rest of the year. Played the rest of the year, but they let him walk. They basically he was a cowboy. Yes, and a giant. Yes, and, and he was a and niner and a giant and, for a while. And Candlestick did not like that. Yeah, they did not like that. No. Uh, let's go to Fabian in Maryland. Hey, Fabian, thanks for calling. Hey, what's going on? Thanks. Um, so yeah, Willard, you know, um, I'm I'm okay with your tears of cheer um you know you, you're like uh i'll sit down and clap versus yeah standing up. i'm a cheer the guy and, and that's, yeah yeah that's fine uh you, you gotta convince me about it 
at first, you know, my mindset kind of still is, is, you know, there was a lot that went on, but at the same time, I think just for a moment, you just put it to the side and just, you just cheer a champion. But something else started to come into my mind as I was thinking about it. Um, and you, you guys can answer this uh, after the call if you want. Um, is he kind of comparable in a way to like Jimmy Garoppolo or, or even actually even Jimmy Ward? That's, um, that's a question. And then I have a comment on the Niners, uh, Ravens. I went to the game in 2021. Um, I live out here in Maryland. And it was a phenomenal game. It was raining. They traveled to the East Coast. The Ravens were the best team at that time. And we lost. And I was upset. But I remember saying, man, we're about to go to the Super Bowl. Because we had a close loss to the best team. And, you know, we did exactly that. But I think this game coming up Monday is special because I think both fan bases can just have fun. It's, you know, the two best teams, and it's not at all a must-win for any team, and it's an out-of-conference game for both teams. Yeah, well, Fabian, you got a lot on the table there. Coming up next, let's do this because I really want to get your perspective on this, Lair. It's kind of a, I don't know, it's not must win, but I, both teams badly want to I, win. I think it's a bigger deal than people are making it. This whole Niners have a game in hand thing, so don't need it anymore, and it's not a conference game, I flatly reject. Yeah, Let, especially I, after last night. Yeah. Uh, exactly, exactly. Uh, presented by Fremont Bank, full-service banking, no compromises. We'll keep going with your phone calls. Jason Lockham, four in a little bit over an hour. Larry's in for dibs, Willard and dibs. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 